Is it picking up any audio? Cool. So. Yes. Cool. So, we just use the one mic now, and we're trying to sit equidistant from it. Right. Nice. I don't know. Probably. I can. Well, I'll end up normalizing the the audio afterwards anyway. But um. Okay. I think you're too far away now. Also remember, I'm quite loud as a person. That's fair. Well, me too. <laughs> I'm trying very hard not to speak very loudly right now. <laughs> no, no, no. Please speak up so that the uh, audience can hear you, because otherwise you'll be quiet in the mix. We can't mm, have that. That's true. I, uh, yeah, I was, the first one I posted was our one. Oh, really? Back in January, oh, my yeah. God. <laughs> so, and I was listening back to a little bit of it, like little bits of it. Oh, I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> it's really funny. It's, uh... Just listening to the, uh, for example, you mentioned your VFX artist, Sean. Yeah. And I was like, oh, cool, yeah, I'll talk to him. And since then, I've recorded a podcast with him. Oh, has Sean done a podcast yeah, with so you? Pod- really? Yeah, I've done, I've done podcasts with over half of Studio Mutiny at this That's point. That's so cool. Yeah. And now they're going out, so. I didn't know that you'd done that. They haven't told me. <gasps> oh, wow. Secrets. Secrets. Oh no, I haven't started the, the start of a, no, a no. fractured team mutiny. Jeez, can you imagine? It was really funny over though. Over a podcast. Over a podcast. Kill each other. Well, it was quite funny because, um, so Sean, I was like, oh, do you want to do the podcast? He was like, yeah, man, I'm down for that. And then he was, he ambushed me. He was like, oh, do you mind if my girlfriend comes on the podcast as well? Oh. And I was like, no, not at all. That's absolutely like, you know, like sure. But, uh, do you like what do you do etc like it's just, oh i've done writing and stuff but i uh basically i realized she's on on your on your team oh yeah yeah yeah. and um she's a writer man <laughs> yeah but there was a really surreal moment where we both got here and i was like she was like do i know you? do you go life drawing on fridays and i was like yeah and then she was like i model for you i was like oh jesus like it's natasha it's natasha holy <laughs> It's so funny, isn't it? Because you don't like, you don't necessarily yeah, you connect don't the two con- dots. Yeah, it's because life drawing is just you're just sub- like objectively drawing something. You're mm-hmm. not really paying attention to the person, if that makes any sense. Right? Yeah, there are. It's literally. It's completely different context. Mm-hmm. So it to me, it makes sense. Yeah, it's just quite funny. That it's the, yeah. Because uh, <laughs> <laughs> it it did like neither one of us fully clocked until. Like, we walked all the way back here. Yeah, yeah. And she was like, wait, are you in Life Drawing on Fridays? <laughs> oh, God. I'm really enjoying Life Drawing at the moment. It's like... Yeah. I don't know. There's like a... There's one painting I'm working on that I've been sort of like... I put it aside and then I've got it out again and then building layer on layer and it's just super satisfying. Yeah, it's fun, right? Yeah, and when you scrape away and like find like a layer of colour, it's like, oh, that... Ooh. Could have never planned that, but that looks great where that is, like, yeah. But that's the part of art, right? Especially with painting, it's like happy accidents. Mm. You do something and you erase something. And yeah, I, I'm, I've not gotten into painting that much, which is sad. So I might have seen some of your stuff if it's if it's still there, hanging up. Yeah, my stuff litters the, uh, the room a lot. <laughs> no, you have really interesting palettes and compositions in your, your things. It's really cool. Yeah, it's, um, I, thank you, I appreciate that. Yeah, no, it's, uh, that's ooh, true. What am I doing? I'm destroying the place. But no, I just think it's, I think painting is funny, because I was a painter before I was a, like, any interest in, I say any interest, I had any knowledge or thought of being a games artist. Yeah. Um, 
because I was like, oh, I like art, I like drawing. I went to like a bunch of classes, how to draw, etc. And uh, they teach you like charcoal and life drawing and, and figure drawing and yeah. drawing from the model. And it's a uh, very sort of traditional workflow to get up to that point. And it was just, as soon as I got paints, I was... You're just like, this is it. <sighs> this, is, this is my jam. As soon as I started using oil paints, it's ridiculous. It just, it all, I just lost days to it. I would come home every day and paint yeah. I like finish work, come home, paint. And That's then, so cool. Yeah. It's annoying, really, because I don't paint anywhere near as much as I was painting for a time. No, that's what, that's just what happens, though, when you get into into the Games Academy. Like, I used to draw a lot, but I haven't really drawn at all since starting because I've been so focused on just making games, right? And, and I kind of the other things. Yeah, kind of realized that I want drawing as my hobby more than I want it as my profession, right? So that's why I'm doing 3D now mm-hmm. instead of that. It's a bit sad. Mm-hmm. But as you say, though, I think it's that kind of... Sometimes it's better to keep these things as mm. hobbies because if you were trying to make money at drawing, it would maybe turn it into something that you didn't like as much. Yeah, exactly. Like, art for me is uh, just having fun and drawing random stuff. Like, maybe my friend, maybe me and my friends did something funny and I want to draw a comic about it. Or maybe I just want to give someone a gift. Or I watched uh, some sort of media and I was like, oh, these two are such a cute couple. I want to draw a thing. You <laughs> know, things them. like, yeah, things like that. <laughs> and doing concept art is not that at all. Uh, it's a lot more serious and a lot more. Uh, it's just not my thing, basically. That's not what I want to spend my time painting. It's very functional, right? And if, if it doesn't yeah. match the function, then it needs to be changed. And it's... But some people do like it, and some people love doing it as as their livelihood. But it just wasn't for me. Yeah, and it's fair enough. And it you know it restricts the styles that you can mm. go after. You can be stylized, yeah. but you also need to be hitting a certain subset of foundational things first. Like yeah you've got all style and no anatomy then no one's going to give you a job as a concept artist right it's yeah a, it's true yeah it's uh and also it's a tough grind to get into mad respect to anyone who's just i know yeah man people are workhorses and they're so good <sighs> it's amazing it's just not my level <laughs> <laughs> like, if i if i was going to spend hours and hours doing something then i would i would make a tree i'd make a tree and speak tree and i'd just sit there for like 10 hours like, trying to get all the branches perfect Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's what people would do when doing art, right? Yeah. But, yeah. No, in a concept artist day, it's like, oh, I've got 10 hours, I'm going to do like four paintings yeah. and like 35 <laughs> concepts for two different machines or something. You're like, right, okay. <laughs> and then somehow squeeze in a couple of mechanical studies just to make sure I know how that joint works. It's... Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm. By the way, I heard you entered the competition, right? Yes. I heard you did. Fairly well. You made it into the top ten. No, no, no. I did fairly poorly, actually. Poorly. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Out of um, out of fifteen, I came eleventh. That's not bad, though. That's not good, though. (laughs) I mean, you're still on the list, right? Well, I mean, you get on the list if you're if you enter. I'm not. I'm not. So was there only fifteen? There was only fifteen people in the VFX category, so I came in the the bottom third. I yeah, still yeah, yeah. think that's pretty good, though. Well, I, yeah, I'm I'm not super happy with my performance. However, I also entered. I didn't enter. It's like a you get a nominated for it thing, but I like ask people if they yeah. would vote for me on it, and it's uh, I got nominated for student hero, which is a different thing. 
but it's like a recognition award. Yeah. So, in a way, it's like... Yeah. You in know. a way, that looks better. If I can get the portfolio together... But then also, was it, if it was for VFX, right? And how long have you been doing VFX for? Oh, yeah, no, that was the other thing. It's like... Yeah. It's like since the start of the year, so... Yeah, so three months. Yeah, I still think you did... You placed pretty well for not having done it for very long, mm. honestly. Oh, well, I mean, yeah. Okay, I appreciate it. I, I don't think I did very well, but I got <sighs> so much feedback that was so... Helpful. Yeah, and just encouraging, like... Yeah. A lot of people were saying exactly that. It's like, you've been doing this three months, keep going, like, you're... It, it's going well, like, just yeah. keep trying, like... And now you get to go to an event for the student here. No! Right? Oh, you it's don't! Been, Fucking cancel! Thank you, oh, Corona. Oh shit! God damn it! Like I was talking to to Pledger about this the other day, and I was so excited to hear like so many people did well in their categories. I know and, like, it's so and, upsetting. And I was able to go to these events, and I'm like, what? Are and you now it's all so cancelled. I'm yeah. sorry. What are we gonna do? I keep mentioning these things, and then you're not happy about it. <laughs> I'm just bringing the mood down, boys. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's all good. It's all good. These are all things that, like, it, the competition. I, I thought I'd do better than I did, but like that's apparently hubris, and I should learn to be more considered because it's like. Obviously, like the other people in the in the in the thing were operating to the same brief, and they did way smaller things. So I was like, ah, mine's uh, mine's more flashy. And then I was like, oh wait, hold on, they did smaller things because they could do them really well. And I've kind of done a lot of things not very well. And uh, because you wanted to have a bigger thing, right? Just I think it was just stupidity. Like just you know how like when you don't yeah. really know what you're doing, you tend to overscope things. Oh, yes. <laughs> hair games development. Sigh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It just, it's, it's so funny, isn't it? Like, you talk to... You talk to even, like, first years and their ideas for games, and you're like, that's a really cool idea. How the fuck are you guys going to make that with, like, 12 people? Like, it's... Yeah. And how are you going to do it within, within the time frame? I know, it's amazing. And then, like, you know, and then they do prove you wrong sometimes, but, like... It's just, I just look at myself when I first started and it's like, why, why don't we just do these things? And it's like, because that's a massive headache and you haven't considered it. <laughs> There's a reason why these things don't just like fall together. Mm. Yeah. I have the problem of saying yes to a lot of things. Like if someone asks me to do something, I'm like, yes, 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 yes. And then I get the same problem that you had where you, you have all these things, but they're not all perfect. Mm-hmm. Like there's one good thing and then there's like, five other okay things because like I'm just like yes okay I'll just make all of these things really quickly and then it'll be in the game and then I'll deal with it later but then you don't have time to polish it up right so no yeah polish phase is a really important phase that gets yeah. overlooked massively especially mm-hmm. if it's like oh I've got to get all of these things into a prototype but I think there's another like element of that though where it's like it should be done really quickly like you should just be like what do we need yeah this, of course and of get course. that done but then there's a, there's a limit to how many things you should say yes to, right? Because well, there's a point where you have to go. Okay, we can't polish all this and yeah, just cut but I want to make shit. everything. I want to make <laughs> everything. <There's... laughs> I I realized that we probably didn't introduce you that well. Oh, well, I mean, I don't know how long we've been talking for, but uh, eleven minutes. Now. So a perfect time for an intro I mean you did kind of say that I was in the first one right you, you yeah people can so. go back and listen to the first but, one oh, but if anyone's tuning in on episode 4 I think it's probably going to be episode 4 4 
You're yeah. gonna hear. I mean, maybe. Who knows? Maybe. When this is episode thirty-seven, it's like, what happened? Well, oh, I got, I dropped it down the back of the couch. <laughs> You'll just have to insert like a little thing to say. Sorry, I know I said episode four, guys, but shit happened. I don't know. I'm tempted to never go in and edit anything. That would be fun. That's my, that's my thing. I'm using what I call the Chris Ryan approach, and he's a guy yeah. who has a podcast called Tangentially Speaking. Hence my love of tangential conversations. Yeah. But um. Yeah, his whole philosophy is I'm not editing it. It's, it comes out raw, unless there's something that someone says specifically that they really want you to take out. Yeah. Uh, no editing. Just let it, let, it, let it happen naturally. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. I'm all about that philosophy. It feels way better. Also, listening to people talking like that is way more appealing than, you know, scripted stuff. Yeah, it's realer. For me, at least. I like that. Yeah, do you listen to any podcasts? No, but I used to watch a lot of Let's Plays in the past. Or not a lot, but there were... Um, uh, the Super Best Friends were, like, my favourite. And they would always just play off of each other. They would just talk about random shit and... Uh, oh. oh, let there be lights! <laughs> I just blinded us both with a... It's getting dim. It's, sun's going away. Yeah. It's been a beautiful day down here. In, in Penryn. Oh. Mm, it's a fresh morning. Just sun. No rain for <laughs> once. I've I'm, jinxed I'm it now. I'm sorry. Knock on wood. I've got to walk somewhere in a minute. I'm going to have to walk in the rain because it'll know I'm leaving. <laughs> Finger guns. The... <laughs> for the people listening. <laughs> the weather genuinely does seem to know down here when yeah. you're about to leave. It's like, oh, it's all right. There's, there's you know, a few clouds in the sky and then just like coat on zip and... <laughs> Like, oh, for the love of... How does it know? <laughs> I thought I dressed appropriately, but not really. Oh, it's a nightmare down here, though. Today was so hard not to just be like, I'm going to the fucking beach. Like, yeah, right? <laughs> well, apparently it was rammed. Apparently everyone had the same idea. Really? Yeah, That's like, very surprising, though, to be honest, because of the whole paranoia thing going on. Well, I think everyone just had the same idea that... Everyone's just like... The beach would be empty because of coronavirus and, and then... everyone's at the beach. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, what are we going to do? We can't go home now. We've come all the way to the beach. Yeah. We've got to go the sea. Oh, God. Corona's fucking everything up. It's a nightmare. Yeah, but at least... At least I you're would... going to do better because video games are on the up. Massive increase in video game stocks. Oh, woo. Because we can all work from home. And, well, I mean, yeah, you, you've got side to release right How yeah long? we do in april the that end of is, april yeah 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 oh we didn't introduce i didn't introduce myself no you did I we talked about doing it i started talking about super best friends and then we had a weather report and it's like anyways i'm cass cassandra that's my full name like cass is my nickname mm-hmm. that was that was bad i'm sorry it's, it's all good. Cassandra is a environment artist as well as all-round fire putter outer on the uh, on the currently in development, soon to be released game side. Mm-hmm. Uh, it looks super exciting, and everyone should go check it out. It's got some absolutely gorgeous visuals going on, and there's a, a cute little story to boot, I believe. Yeah. Although I haven't seen I mean... the latest version of the story, yeah. I only saw it at the EGX booth where. The story was in a proto phase, or it was like yeah. So EGX was like the that was our second iteration of the entire game. So we had the first iteration was 
which was our third year game, hand-in mm-hmm. game. Uh, then it changed massively at EGX. And then after EGX, we went into the third iteration based off of everyone's feedback that we got at EGX. So mm-hmm. it's changed again completely from what it was. Yeah. Then. So it would be quite interesting, I think, for people to listen to the first episode where we mm. were pre-EGX mm-hmm. and talking about how exciting that was and then tell us everything that went well and everything that went horribly wrong. <laughs> oh, I don't think a lot of things went horribly wrong. We no. had some... Uh, <laughs> Some some nightmare issues. No, not really nightmares, but I just find those are the most compu- fun though. Yeah, like... there were some computer issues. Uh, being scared of uh, it not running properly. We had like a laptop at first that we'd borrowed from the academy, um, which was okay, but the game was a bit junk, like a bit laggy on it. Mm-hmm. So we were like freaking out. What do we do? What do we do? And then thankfully, the games academy booth had a spare computer, so we just stole one of those and hooked that up instead and then no problem Perks ultra settings woo <laughs> <laughs> yeah so that was the extent of the I think that was the extent of the 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 bad stuff that happened except for all the the nerves we had when we were going to pitch for the second time which was fucking it's a lot of tension man oh mm. god but it was good it was all good uh, honestly, it really isn't anything to be scared of if if you're deciding to do EGX uh, and go through that whole process. Like the the people there are the nicest people ever, and they're all there to help, uh, and they won't they literally won't ridicule you. They'll they'll tell you if you're doing something wrong, but they won't be mean mm-hmm. about it. Yeah, well, it's not in their mo, is it? Like no, exactly. <laughs> but you know. <laughs> As a person who's not really been in the games industry and is like gonna talk to professional people, mm-hmm. you get nerves. Yeah, I know. It's, yeah. it's quite funny. I mean, like, I wasn't there in a booth or anything, but you know, you're still wandering around talking to everyone. Yeah. And it's just, I found it really, um, the word would be, I guess. Have you ever been to an event like that before? I'm not EGX. Like, I'm thinking. It, you just realise that they're all just people too. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like you have yeah, this no, like, of course. You, it's you humanising. You huge pedestal, right? And you're like, oh my god, these are these people that have made these cool-ass games that I love, or they're going to make them. And, mm-hmm. it's, and then you talk to them, and they're just a big old nerd just like you, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's very humanising, that's the word. Yeah, that's the word. You, you, you suddenly realise that, oh, these people... Like, I met some guy who I'd seen on multiple GDC talks. Oh, yeah. And I was like... Uh, I saw I saw his games publishing house booth mm-hmm. and uh, no more robots and um, yes. yeah and I saw their booth and I was like wait defenders I remember a talk about that specific game from a guy who was part of this thing and hold on isn't surely so I went over and I was just talking to like one of the people in the booth about like oh I saw this thing and I was like oh is, it, is the guy who gave the GDC talk here, and they were like, oh, Mike, yeah, he's just gone to go get lunch, but I'm sure he'll be back in, like, ten minutes. <laughs> a little, like, kind of. And then it's, the more you talk to people, the more you realize, oh, no, it's not Yeah. It's not weird at all. Like, they're just... No, they just, they want to be there, and they want to talk to people. That's the whole reason for being there, right? Exactly. And it's, it's a networking event, yeah. which really just means a chance to socialize with other people who do the same shit yeah. as you. Like, it was really funny. And then, recently, I went to Vertex... Which is oh uh, yeah, like I went to Vertex not last year but the year before, which was quite exciting. Yeah, and I met Dylan Sisson, mm. who's the 
top guy on the Render Man in Pixar. Ooh. Yeah. So I got a little bit stage struck when I met <clears> him. <throat> Although I did meet... It was so funny. I was just... Because I was with... Um, do you know Louis, Louis Sullivan? Uh, Environment artist. He's... Not sure. He's Maybe if I see shit. his face. He, yeah, you yeah. would know him. He's... He, God damn. He's one of the guys that got third in the Grads and Games environment art with 90 entrants. Oh, wow. Yeah. So he's not... He, he, he's it's no joke. He's, he's, a, he's hot shit. Coming off the presses. If anyone is in recruitment listening to this, you should definitely guy, look up check Louis him out. Sullivan because I bet we get his name right. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, and I was with him and he's like... He's basically come straight from secondary school to university yeah so i think he's like 21 or yeah he must be 21 now but like he's pretty young and so when we're wandering around he's like we're going to the after thing networking drinks and he's like you know how do we how do we say he wasn't he wasn't so stupid as to be like how do you say hello but he was like so he was just how do we like talk to people he was just a bit more nervous and uh there was one guy who was like was on the panel, was on a podcast that he listened to, and he was like, clearly like, oh, I really want to talk to that guy. And I was like, well, we'll, we'll go talk to him then. And he's like, no, 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 he's busy. I can't, I can't. And I'm like, all right, fine. I'll, I'll, we'll, we'll get in range of him, and then you can go talk to him. And he just wouldn't do it. He wouldn't pull the trigger. Oh, so I was like, him. all right, dude, I'll do it for you. And so, so I was like, hey, man, you're Alex, yes? And he was like, yeah, man. I'm like, Great talk, love the panel. That was that was brilliant. My friend Louis here was way too scared to talk to you, so I'm doing it for him. So he had some <laughs> questions for you or something, and it was just so funny because like it's a way to break the ice. Yeah, it's really nice for you. And then the next day there was a there was um, as you're wandering around, we just there was this girl who travelled all the way down from Loughborough and was there like just on her own, mm. and so she was like, "Oh, can I hang out with you guys?" Because like, I was like, "Yeah, of course, we're here having fun." Friends. Yeah. You make friends at conventions. I know, it's I crazy. love conventions. It's crazy, isn't it? So like this girl's like So cool. I think she was she was eighteen, so she's like literally she's doing her what was her name? Eloise, I think. And uh, she was doing her um what is it, undergrad or whatever, to or foundation year or whatever. Mm. And um and she was like how no talking to people I was like it's easy you could do anything you say whatever you want you could literally hold the badge up and just go networking 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 Uh and she was and then and she was like no that wouldn't I was like it would work and Louis like I dare you will I dare you to do that and I'm like all right for this whole networking event I'm gonna wander around the bad like with my badge just waving Uh it around going networking anyone I want to say hello to instead of saying hello and uh everyone loved it it was so funny it was just just because as you say it breaks that ice of like Everyone's here, like, oh. <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah, but like, no one's like, as soon as you're the idiot that's like, networking, 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 like, yeah, what is this? This guy's not here to get yeah. anything out of me, is he? He's like, he's not trying to gain a job, he's just here to have some fun, like. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, you're not, you're not being intrusive, you're not being invasive, it's not like you're waving it in their faces, right? You're a just... little bit. <laughs> <laughs> you need to be careful with that, but honestly, like, that's I made friends you... with people from that's... ILM and all sorts. That's like... how you get your name out there, man. You were the one person who went around doing that, and they'll remember you for that. I know. Right? It's a double-edged sword encourage... being memorable. <laughs> I wouldn't encourage people to do it. Well, there's a certain but... level of tact that yeah, you need. It's not like a first-time socialising thing. You can't do this no, in, like, no, no, no. This is how you socialize walk up to people wave badges in their face no i'm not recommending that (laughs) as a technique i'm just saying have fun with it if you're enjoying yourself if you're amusing yourself then everyone's gonna be like oh that's the party this is where the party's at let's 
Everyone wants to be where the party yeah, is, right? If you come across as just having fun and just wanting to talk to people, then they are more happy to, more than happy to do it. I would probably be way too scared to do that, <laughs> but I'd love to be with you. Who did it? Yes. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, we. I mean, at some point, you're gonna have to launch Sai. Yeah, we are. And uh, although I guess there won't be like a launch party in 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 the flesh. Hmm. I don't know what we're planning to do with that yet, so I'm not going to say anything um, for <laughs> don't now. Wanna, don't wanna promise anything. It. No, exactly. <laughs> it's quite funny. I was talking to uh, when I was talking to Natasha, and she was saying that she's she's been like pushing everyone to get the content online, mm. and how um, and I was saying like she's done a really good job of like presenting the game and like keeping posts coming mm. and uh yeah i was just wondering if you if you had any thoughts on the way that you guys are like currently like pushing the game because it's yeah it's cool it feels like uh quite personal compared to other other like game marketing yeah so i mean for us we're in a we're in a this position of the game isn't finished yet right so mm. um we don't have a lot of really flashy pretty things to show people so we just want to kind of involve everyone in our process and just if we had a regimented like post screenshots or post this and this or be more serious about the posts but recently we realized that people engage more with things that are fun or are interesting mm-hmm. you know like bugs that happen or pretty effects that have been made and stuff like that so we're trying to focus more on doing doing those kinds of posts instead uh, and I agree with that a lot yeah it keeps I think it it, it makes you stand out in a world that's very much like professional and business based <laughs> yeah. and it's it's that's the thing that people remember right like yeah we want to have fun with it and we want everyone else to be like to feel like they can be involved as well or feel like they can relate to it more and if you have if you have posts that sound like they're written by a robot then less people are going to relate to it right yeah you might. but have. that's also just natasha she's just really good at writing mm-hmm. and she's really good at yeah so where's the story now like i obviously you don't want to give away spoilers or anything but like this isn't my field man i don't want to say anything wrong no, i'm joking uh, the story is kind of the same still you're you, you play as a druid uh you wake up you have to bring balance back to to the forest and you have to defeat the enemies and then regrow the areas that you visit uh, and that's that's why I want to share that's the main yeah. focus yeah. of the game cool I mean, you, you have to see... play it to know more yeah or mm. know know how it ends and know how how it how it's structured basically yeah because uh, I it's still quite remember exciting. I still remember the uh, the first version that you finished the third year of Demo Day with the there was a tree that was particularly um, if you took a certain tact with it it would be quite arsy with you if I remember correctly. <laughs> I'm not sure I remember what that was, but I remember I, maybe it was even pre Demo Day build and I just was like, what's this? Let me play this. It might have been because you were quite diligent about play testing in third year, weren't you? So Yo, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We wanted to try and involve as many people as possible in that. It's really important. Like. Recently, we haven't been able to do as many playtests uh, for different reasons, which is sad, but we want to try and, and do that again soon. Mm-hmm. But yes, anyways, yeah, third year. So what happened with this tree? I don't know. <laughs> all I remember was that, so you had to run back and forth, and that was when it was like sort of wave 
mm. based, right? You had to like defend a certain section of the yeah. forest against waves of uh, enemies, and then between those, you would unlock upgrades from a tree. Yes. And I think you had choices about what you could say to the tree. Oh yeah, this is—it's not the tree; it's the forest spirit. Yeah. yeah, you you would go back to the center where the forest spirit would be, and then you'd have dialogue options. Yeah, and she would be particularly uh, arsy with you if you were arsy with her. It was really <laughs> yeah, quite yeah, entertaining. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think that any like element of that like spirit has like followed through into the the current version of the game? No, not so much that part. So the 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 university game that we have, the one that you're talking about, the wave defense mm-hmm. based, the, the wave based defense one. Uh, the main selling point of that was that when you were talking to the spirit, the way that you interacted with it would affect the story. So all of your dialogues would, uh, or all of the dialogue options would have different uh, perks and disadvantages if you picked them. Mm-hmm. So depending on what you picked, you'd get a certain ability, or depending on what you picked, all through the ending would change. You'd get like a bad ending, or a good ending, or a neutral ending. Um, and because of scope, <laughs> that's uh, that's been that was removed quite quickly for the EGX build. So it ended up being a way more linear story, and the the sprite kind of changed. From being really sassy to just, you know, um, really protective and um, yeah. Yeah. And then now the spirit is kind of like that as well, um, but it's a very different kind of atmosphere. Yeah. So so the spirit has evolved from the first game until now as well. Yeah. It's very beautiful. Like it used to be this blob with little eyes, little cheeky little eyes. Very Navi-esque, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was quite cute. And now it's changed to, um, it's a stag now. It's like a magical spirit stag, which is so beautiful. It looks it's gorgeous. It's so gracious, yeah. And all it wants is for the forest to be protected, like... It's beautiful. It's a beautiful message you've got. I loved your business cards as well. Oh yeah, thank you. We should point. I still got that in my wallet. We should point out that um, you got the funding. From oh EGX. yes, we got the funding. Because before, before <laughs> when we did the podcast, it was uh, I hope we get funding, right? And yeah, then, yeah. And we now did here we are. <laughs> so easy to forget that like all these little milestones along the way, right? Yeah. So, but yeah, we the audience won't know that. Yeah, you did it. You succeeded. You were. The o- like, is there only one person who gets funding or two? There, it, it really depends for each year. I think they can give out funding for a certain amount of people and like they can choose for it to be only one team or they can choose for it to be multiple teams. So it was us. It was Disco Reptile with uh, Hyperchondronomicon. I think that was the name. Oh, God. What uh, mouthful. There was... Uh, I can't remember what the name was. It was a sumo game ready... Stumo something hmm. um, and then there was another one which I don't remember at all but there was at least three or four teams including us that got through hmm. uh, so it's possible it's possible for many people to get it uh, you just need to be very clear about who you are as a team and what you want to accomplish as a team yeah. So it's not only about the game that you present there, it's also about what you want for the future, right? Mm-hmm. It's how, how you want to make your mark. And, uh, yeah. And clearly you guys were 
Yeah, well, I mean, we went enough. there. We we were so scared when we were going there, even because we didn't know how people were going to respond to the game at all, right? So we were really nervous, and then we got just loads of positive feedback and loads of really good constructive feedback as well. Mm-hmm. Like we had some other people uh, from different game stalls, other places like in the indie zone and in the. Uh, uh, the other indie zone yeah. come over and play it as well and it was just it was such a profound experience it was so fantastic like, yeah you've got actual people who yeah, their like, livelihood for years yeah. has been making games and actual developers in. coming over to check out our games and, and giving us really good feedback and saying that we're doing a really good job like we never ever expected to hear <laughs> anything like that right yeah um, it's so funny, isn't it? Because what do we expect when we go into these things, no, right? It's, it's really like, scary. It's so it, scary. It is, but what, why? Like, it's yeah. like no one. <laughs> oh no! At EGX this year, another group of indie developers have been beheaded for their yeah, horrible right. game idea. No, it doesn't happen. Oh man! <laughs> <laughs> no, people in the games industry are just so supportive if you meet the right people, honestly. And like, all of us got to talk to really cool people. I got to talk to some Norwegian indie developers, which was insane. It was really cool. What game were they working on? They did, like, it was called, it was a, I don't know, remember what it was called, Snow? No? Was it the one where you, it was like 2D animation? They had, like, they had a really cool introduction. So it was, it started as, like, a, a hacking thing where you were hacking through a computer. And then the world would, like, pixelate it like the 3d world would come through from these pi- this pixel i don't know it was such a cool thing and then you'd have really have a really realistic environment in a forest mm. uh, you walk around in the snow though you were playing as a little kid okay who like could talk to this person in his head who could hack computers uh, and he needed to solve some puzzles and I can't remember what it all was, but it was really beautiful. And pretty it was like, surreal sounding. Yeah, yeah, it was really, really cool. Uh, so I got to talk to them, which was insane. And then Sean got to talk to some to, to a VFX artist in Creative Assembly, which was really cool. For was that Elliot? Well. Maybe, I don't remember his name. I think name. they had one guy on the booth, his name yeah, was Elliot. Yeah. And he was... came over and played our game as well and had a lot of good things to say. And um, The guys who worked on... What's it called, the game? I don't know. Oh, no. Robot Wars. No, it was... Um, it's an, the, one of the guys who works on it is called V. Um, mm. Oh, it's not... It's not... a VFX game. Uh, you play as um, a, um, a re- like a computery glitchy kind of guy. Uh, hmm. I can't remember. It makes me so sad. A VFX game. Yeah, all of them are really, really good at VFX stuff and like technical art in mm. general. Uh, and the game is just so beautiful. Um, it's called. <laughs> Fuck! Oh my god, I feel so horrible for forgetting what it's called. It has been months since we went to EGX. Yeah, but we recent I recently talked to these guys about this the other day. Oh no! Yeah. Oh no! Now we'll we'll, <laughs> we'll keep we'll keep moving on and it'll come back. It's that thing where I can't remember. Do you know what it's called? There's like a condition. It's not condition. It's like yeah. A, a state of mind where like the more you try and attain the word that you're trying to get the harder it is to get yeah and then only when you like move away from it and like take several steps of like uh abstraction away from it that you could be like oh yeah now my brain is not blocking the one word i wanted 
There we go. Recompile. It's called Recompile. Everyone check out Recompile. It's fucking insane. It's so cool. So I would pretend that that was me changing the subject that led to Cass remembering the name of the game. <laughs> but she like grabbed her phone and like started searching. Did you just type in badass VFX game? And... No, I just I just looked up the fee guy that I was talking about. Yeah. And I found it. Recompile. Recompile. Oh, yeah. I'll have to check that one out. Yeah, that is cool. We, we talked to loads of other people and oh, that is... So if anyone has the chance to, to apply to Transfuser and if they really want to start a, a small team and, and make a game, then do it. We, we signed up originally wanting to just work together again for the summer mm-hmm. and didn't really plan on making a games company at all, but Here we the, are. the experience was just, it's so good. Uh, there, of course, there's a lot of ups and downs, but here we are, and... Yeah, and yeah. you, I mean, so last time, you you were not getting enough sleep at all. <laughs> have you have you sorted that out in any way, shape, or form? Because I know that with Transfuser funding, you guys are able to not need to work until two in the morning at Toast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, for me, I'm in a very weird spot financially right now because of some troubles I've been in so I need I do need to do some extra part-time work but everyone else can work comfortably doing nine to five and getting paid where it's, it's it's fantastic isn't that so cool yeah it's fantastic and like the university is still housing us which is so cool yeah as well they look after their alumni yeah they really do that's so good I don't know how long they're gonna keep us there but we'll see Maybe not for very long because of this whole <laughs> virus deal whole thing that's going on. Yeah. God damn, it is so mad. Mm. Esports, the rise of esports came from coronavirus. Just when the whole summer of that's, sport is cancelled, yeah. and it's like, what well, are we gonna just watch? Fix the economy. FIFA and Starcraft. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see it personally. I don't know. I don't. I don't watch a lot of esports. Um, the Rocket League. Uh, finals no not finals but the Rocket League had a thing going tournament mm-hmm. recently which sounded really cool I could hear my my flatmates like scream through the wall it sounded really exciting yeah it's well I mean it's quite like I think it's funny because uh, I can't remember who said it but it's a really great quote about esports where actual sports were designed to be fun to play mm. not necessarily to watch but esports have been designed to be fun to play and if they've been designed to be watched, they have been designed with watching in mind. So mm. it's like the camera angles, etc. You can really like clearly see what's going on necessarily yeah, yeah. in an in esports game. Where sometimes it's like, wait, what is that? Why have they stopped the game with the balls running around? Like, <laughs> I don't get it. It's like, oh, because that guy put his leg on that line, and it's like so many antiquated rules whereas it's like okay well what happened there he shot him with that gun and it exploded and then yeah. you know what happens like, there's no <laughs> extra rules required I mean there's metas and things but like to just watch it you don't have to necessarily I don't know I suppose it depends on the eSport right like yeah no of course I don't know I just I just really enjoy watching games like I just understand games right even Rocket League I don't play it a lot but I understand it when I watch it and it's just really exciting to see people pull off these crazy moves it's right? actually mad isn't it it's so hard to play <laughs> but oh, it's just insane it's ballet Rocket mm. League at the high end yeah. it's literally ballet yeah well, I mean people have been watching Let's Plays forever as well so I'm not really surprised 
in that sense. It is different, though, putting into a competition sense. Yeah, it, well, it requires, instead of people just being entertaining to watch, it requires generally thousands of hours of dedicated <laughs> yeah. practice. It's, oh, God, depending on the eSport, especially, like, like Counter-Strike. God damn, I don't know how many hours you need to be a professional Counter-Strike player, but it's got to be in the six well, or seven thousand no hour walk. Probably, honestly. It's, it turns into their, their life, right? It is your life. It is yeah. your... Because I remember when I was fucking, like, 13, I was like, I'm going to be a StarCraft yeah. pro! Oh! And, uh, yeah, obviously not, but... <laughs> I mean, th- it, it could have happened. It could have if happened. You, if you actually sat down and spent hours and hours on playing it, you could have been a professional right now. And I did spend hours and hours playing it, yeah. but I was not playing... That was the joke, because I was spending hours and hours playing it, but I was still way casual compared to yeah. people who were actually putting hours and hours into it. So I was doing less hours of school than people put in for, like... <laughs> it's insane. <laughs> Oh god, just like fifteen hour days. It's like game dev, but just to pre- play the just to play practice. the game. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy how how we've come to the point where we're able to make games that people just spend their whole day playing, doing nothing but yeah. yeah. And they get their income from it. What they all live in these gaming houses. Mm-hmm. It's quite funny, really, because um, one of the guys who was in our little gaming team mm-hmm. that we set up, because obviously there was a group of us who played games. Mm-hmm. So like, oh, we're a game team, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, one of them. Well, two of the guys who were in that thing now are in the professional gaming scene. Uh, one of them was... That's crazy. Yeah, it's really mad, it's isn't really it? cool. Yeah, it's really funny. Um, <laughs> and yeah, one of them was like a, a player who I sponsored to go to a tournament once. Like, I had like a, a part-time job. I think I was like working at a market on the weekend mm. or something. So I had a bit of income and we were like, I think I was like 15 or something. So there was just no money for like... Any, like no one had, no one had income at all so yeah, it was like yeah. and I was like well and he was like he was doing like a 24 hour live stream to like to try and raise funds to go to this tournament and I was like well I was, I can shoot you some cash so I like spotted him like half the price of a ticket or whatever and uh and so I still hold on to like I supported him in his earliest days being yeah. professional and uh and then he um went to a few tournaments. He got, like, seeded third in the UK at Zerg, I believe, which is, like, you know, not, not bad not going. Not bad, yeah. Um, but then he ended up transitioning into, like, managing and, like... Oh, so now, okay, so he, he discovered that he wasn't all about the gaming scene he wanted, or, like, well, I think what he, he originally wanted to do. In a weird kind of way, he probably got too old, which is ridiculous to say, because uh, he's only, like, 24 now, but, like... Well, it's, it, there is some truth in it, though, because your, your hand to... Your hand-to-eye coordination really does deteriorate at some point. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, um, it's ridiculous. Unless you're on it constantly. It's crazy, though, because, like, StarCraft 2... Like, 24 is an old StarCraft 2 pro. Yeah. Like, 24 is, like, a very old StarCraft... Like, there's still guys going who are, like, I don't know, like, pushing 30 or whatever. But it just doesn't... It does not happen. You don't have the same, re- like, reflexes, like you say. Like... Yeah. Just, just goes. Just your brain's acuity for taking in all this information mm. and, and passing it into actions just deteriorates, I guess, as you get older. <laughs> Which is sad to say, really, but it's true. It's true. It's like Counter-Strike and stuff, it's the fast twitch reflexes. You don't have them. There's no 40-year-old Counter-Strike pros, I don't think. No. I don't know. I'm so out of... I, I'm not even going to, like, say anything. Speculate. I'm going to say something. And it's oh, I'm chatting out my wrong. ass completely. Yeah. I don't <laughs> yeah, know for sure, but I'm just guessing. I'm just straight up guessing. 
<laughs> we'll make we'll make some estimated guesses. That's, well, yeah, this is this, this these are things that are fun to look up and then be like, oh, oh, oh. I'm surprised by the the actual answer. Yeah, I've got like if there if one day there'll be listeners and someone will know something about Starcraft or. <laughs> to be fair, I used to know Starcraft. That was the one yeah. I got into. I was like, got to Diamond One, which is not yeah. terrible. <laughs> Because it's, uh, you know the ranking, the way it... Bronze. No, like, so, I've only ever played StarCraft with my friends uh, very, very casually. I don't, probably don't have more than, like, three hours or something on yeah. it, which is nothing. Not really, no. <laughs> it's, which, ironically, like, people are like, 30 hours? It's like, but... It's 30 hours, no. No, no. In no. a game sense, that is nothing, no. honestly. It's, no. uh, but it goes bronze, silver, gold, platinum, diamond, master, grandmaster. Mm. And, like, master... Is like one percent. Oh no, sorry. Diamond is so. What is it? Bronze is like, or at least it used to be like thirty-five or forty. Silver is like twenty percent. Gold is like ten percent. Platinum mm. is like five, and then two, and then one, and it's like really, yeah, really. Yeah. Master is like zero point one percent, and like Grandmaster is only two hundred people per region. Mm. Um, but so to be diamond one for a whole season is like, it's okay. Yeah, it's not, not trash. Not absolute trash. The point where I could still kick most people's ass if they've not played much. Like Hell just yeah. just on just on <laughs> pure impulse without <laughs> thinking about it. Just like I remember, I went round to this kid's house once, and he was his whole family oh, were all playing StarCraft. No. They were all like, "Oh, they just got into StarCraft. They just started playing." And I sort of went round and what like, well, it's so <laughs> I'm their whole their whole the whole culture in that house was very like. I'm gonna I'm gonna beat you at this game or like you know shit talking. Yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. shit talking, and it was just really funny because like they were all shit talking, and I was like, oh no, guys, no, it's not. I'm not shit talking here. I will just beat you. Like, there's yeah. no. It's not even gonna be close. I can just tell by how quickly you're moving around and seeing. It's not gonna be close. No, no, no. I'll, I'll bang you. I'll, I'll win. I'll win. I, I swear. I'll fucking. <laughs> and it's like, all right then, let's have a game. And just trounced them. Yeah, trounced you just them hands down. And they were like, oh, it's all right. It's a bit rushy, the strategy, <laughs> a bit rushy. I was like, all right, I'll do, it. I'll do a macro build. I'll do like a slow build with lots of economy focus. Because obviously, like, if you rush, you can kill yeah, someone. Yeah. It's cheap. It's cheap tactics. I was like, all right, I'll do, I'll do macro. <laughs> so I built four bases and built up an entire <laughs> maxed army, swamped their base. Oh, it's a bit rushy. I'm like, no, it's four bases, mate. <laughs> I did loads of shit up in my own thing before I even tried to come for you. Yeah, I literally Don't even left, try. left you alone for 12 minutes, dude. That <laughs> doesn't happen. And then uh, and I was like, all right, I'm feeling cocky now. Like, name a unit and I will beat you with that unit. Like, I don't... You can oh, be ready shit. for it. I don't care. You're not going to win. And it's just... It is that, like... With something like Star... It's like chess as well. Like, you know, those games where it's like... If someone's just empirically a lot better than you, it's like, you're not going to win. Yeah, you just you just can't honestly, unless you really really like trick them somehow. Unless you like, but even then, like it's really <laughs> I know what you mean, but you'd have to be close in skill to like trick them. Like yeah, yeah. <sighs> Starcraft. I haven't played Starcraft in years. Um, I can tell you miss it a little bit. A little bit, although I just don't have time. No, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I I finished Alan Wake the other day, which is the first. Oh well. Alan Wake and Mario Odyssey. Yeah, those two are the two games that I've played this year and probably last year. 
to, to completion. Mm-hmm. I've not played a lot of games since I ever like since three years ago when I started here. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it's funny, isn't it? Yeah. Literally, the last game I finished was Celeste. Mm. And I think that's the last game I finished in like mm. maybe the whole time. One, of, I no, I finished one. I finished Frostpunk in first year, and then the garbage truck is outside, which I'm sure the audience will love the sound of. I don't, it doesn't make sense. Surely they're not collecting rubbish right now. I don't know. Maybe it's not even a garbage truck. Maybe it's probably it's not. just a big truck. It's that's probably just, just like, hello. <laughs> I am I... reversing. Yes. Did you hear? <laughs> Maybe it's like a Tesco car or a Asda van or something. As if there's anything left in Tesco or Asda. It's mad. People are crazy. People are selfish and horrible. Yeah, kind of. That's what hoarding is. Mm. You're selfish and horrible. Strong opinion coming out of Casper. No, I'm just, I just feel Burn so strongly all. about it. It's like one person is like, oh, I need to buy in bulk because oh, I need to lock myself in my house. And then some other person is like, shit, all of these things are being bought up. I need to buy up everything. And then it's just like a chain of things. It's, and you don't need to do it. You don't need to buy like five kilograms of pasta. No. You don't need to buy 20 big rolls of well, toilet paper. Like five kilograms of pasta is fine. That's fine. If you want to buy like one of the big five kilogram bags, that's all, all the better. But buying four of them is unnecessary. Yeah, there you go. Like it's even, it's just so frustrating. And all people really need to do is not touch each other, wash their hands. Wait, was that the advice you got? See, I was told to just like exchange as many fluids yeah. as possible yeah, with right? as many people as you right? can. And then just buy everything out of every single store. Yep. So that no, the people who No, if you see are, anything in yeah. a shop, you are obligated. <laughs> you if you have it. money, you've got to buy it. You have yeah. to. Doesn't Fuck matter what people. shop. Doesn't matter what shop at all. Could be walking past B&Q and just, I need all the decking. Shit. I need all the decking. What if I need to build on my house while it's, while it's on lockdown? Oh. <laughs> what if I need to do an extension on my house? Yeah, yeah I don't know. <laughs> what if the conservatory needs replastering? <laughs> it's so stupid, honestly. Like It's amazing. Just These people are just preventing the people that are... Um, what's it called? That are in danger of getting the virus or are in danger having the virus... Just making it harder for them to, to get what they need. Yeah, now they know? have to go back and check. Yeah. If there's anything in, it's uh, yeah, it's not good. It's mad. Oh well, whatever. The world's going I'll, to shit. I'll stop talking about this. The world's going to shit. Probably sound like a fucking idiot, but whatever. It's just people need to be nice to each other and not buy up everything because there are other people that need this stuff, not just you. you mm-hmm. Know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I normally buy. Lots of cans of things, but I've... I mean, yeah, I, can, I can't I can imagine you buying, like, 500 cans of something, though, when no. you do bulk buy, right? No, not filling a whole trolley with cans of no. tomatoes. No, exactly. It's, uh, it's a bit redundant. <laughs> Everyone's fine to stockpile, but there's... <laughs> do it responsibly. Stocking, Don't do it just because yeah. it's the done thing right now. Stocking up and hoarding is very different. <laughs> it's a weird sort of human inclination like an impulse that is compelled when you have a society of people it's just like you see that there's nothing left and you just panic and then you're like oh well i have to buy everything else then because there's nothing else left it's literally an example of like the scarcity mindset in yeah direct like 
um, direct example. I mean, I used the right word when I first <laughs> said it, but um, yeah, it's like you have a <laughs> scarcity mindset is the idea that there's less, so I need to hoard everything I've got, right? And then yeah. if everyone was just like, no, there's plenty, we don't need to. They've run out and of toilet really paper in Australia. Like, They've run out of toilet paper in Australia. Oh my God. The whole country's run out of toilet paper. Oh, that's amazing. That's Isn't it? Amazing. That's great. Yeah. The fires have just gone out and now there's no, no bog roll. It's a nightmare. <laughs> These poor Australians. It's hard. Oh man. Okay, give me two seconds. I need to just quickly reply no to this message. Worries. We, um, could, we could probably wrap this up, to be honest. We've been going for 52 and a half minutes, so... Uh, yeah, it's just, uh, my phone is about to die, and I'm picking up a table later, and <coughs> I don't want the lady to be like, oh, she didn't show up, so she's not gonna get it, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. You, yeah. gotta, you gotta let that lady know that table is still desired, yeah, it's still yeah, wanted. Yeah, yeah. I need to set up my room so I can actually work from home, you know? Yeah, not sure. Not get into the disgusting academy. <laughs> yeah, the, no, I'm joking. the poisoned, corrupted... I'm joking, please don't kill me. I'm no, sorry, Kim's scared me. It's lovely, it's lovely, we love it. <laughs> it is lovely. I actually do love it in there, but it's full of corona, apparently. We don't know. It we might be. Yeah, it might be. People are freaking out. Apparently London's way ahead of the curve in terms of number of cases. Really? Which, which you would expect. It's London. It's London. There's people coming from every corner of the planet to London. All yeah. the time. Yeah. yeah, of course it's there. Yeah. But um, What were you saying about Sean? Oh yeah, Sean was like bragging about his giant desk that's essentially a door, mm. a repurposed door. Dude, that, oh man, it's so beautiful. And he spent so much time finishing it up, like he, he like sanded it down, he put, um, what's it called, stain varnish. on it as well, like varnish, yeah. yeah, and then he bought like another piece of plank and like built this little stand for his monitor and it's just it's so beautiful he honestly. was super proud of it he was showing me photos and mm. just bragging about it it's so nice man <laughs> i planned it all down i used like 500 grit sandpaper i'm like oh dude you're so proud of this <laughs> desk aren't you no but it's, he put a lot of effort into it and it looks beautiful yeah. honestly like and his his monitor as well has these leds at the back that change with his monitor so his setup is just beautiful. Yeah. I'm so jealous. I'm so jealous. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear. It's great when you see... I mean, I've, I've got an all right setup here. I'm pretty happy with it. But it. Uh, I just... I need yeah. more desk space. I yeah, want... you need a bigger desk, thank you. I do. I mean, Sean's it's... desk is, like, out, out here. Yeah. It's fucking huge. I, last year... I mean, the, well, not last year. First year. We had a desk that was literally a slither. It was maybe... Like, as wide as it got was this wide. Yeah. And it was at an angle like that, so it cut off more and more the closer you got. So I ended up having to use my keyboard next to my drawing tablet and, like, shifting left and right, depending on... Oh, God. And I had to look to the screen to this side, like, off to, like, a 12-degree angle. It was not ideal. No, especially if you're doing, like, your drawing tablet, because ideally that should be right in front of the monitor that you're working on. Yeah, yeah. Like, sitting like this and drawing is shit. Oh, I'm 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 putting my hand <laughs> off, off center of a monitor. Just yeah. I think I had it set up so I had like a corner of it hanging off the desk, mm. oh, and man. then just like wedged it so that I could look at the screen dead on and have it in front of me because otherwise it oh, wouldn't work. Yeah. Like, if you're trying to draw over to the left, that's it's which, so hard. Yeah, which is funny really because I love doing that with painting, just like not looking at it and just like. Yeah, that's interesting. That's interesting, but you, I mean. You're not really looking at anything when you're, uh, when you're doing. I mean, 
you are looking at something and then you're just doing that. Yeah. And when you're painting digitally, I don't know, if you did have something up on another monitor, then maybe you could do that. Mm. Yeah. It's just really weird having the, the, the mouse be there and then having the, the tablet be away from where, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's not, hard to explain. It's not the ideal setup. And uh, I'm glad I don't have that anymore. I've got this yeah. lovely desk now. It's beautiful. And then soon I won't have my own place at all. Ooh. Wait, are you going to be homeless? Is no, I'm, I'm going to go home. Oh, to, you're going to go To home. my home. Oh, okay, but yeah. it's not my place. It's my uh, mother's house. Yeah. And I don't have any rights to exist the way I want to. It's not that she, like, restricts me in any no, way no, whatsoever, no. but... There's just, rules in the house. Well, it's your. It's not your space, is it? It's like this yeah. is my space. I can. <laughs> I can just do what I want do here. Do whatever I can, you want. Yeah, I can, I can helicopter dick all day if I want to, <laughs> and no one can really tell me off. But I, at home, that just doesn't fly. Just yeah, mum gets a bit fed up after two hours of it, and. Oh, bless. <laughs> <laughs> hey, she puts up with it for two hours. That's pretty good. No, it's like, yeah, like I said, it's just it's just not your own space, though, is it? Yeah, you know? no, I know exactly what you mean. And I ha- I've had that, too, when I've gone home. Like, I prefer not to be home for longer periods of time for that exact reason. Yeah. Uh, I just, I really like to have my own space. Yeah. And I think most people do. Yeah. It won't be permanent, though. You'll find somewhere. Oh, for sure, yeah. yeah. No, I know, but I'm just... <laughs> It's my just... summer job's fucked now, though. I was doing oh. festival job, like, putting up tents, and I don't think there are going to be any festivals this summer. Well, that depends on whatever happens the next few weeks, right? Everybody gets sick! Few, next few months. Everybody disease up, so Ooh. that everyone, we get all the cases, and then we don't have to worry about them. So then everyone can just be infected, and everyone can just party. I love you it. You know, right? It's perfect. Just, just corral all of them to one place. Corral the corona. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Flu party. It's hot in here. <laughs> Raise the temperature. <laughs> what a perfect like ending note. Yes, perfect. Everyone, this is this is what date is it? It's the sixteenth of March. Uh, consider this the podcast diary before the zombie apocalypse happened, where Will was making all of these silly jokes about how it wasn't going to be that bad. And here we are. And here People we are. People are hoarding, and there's nothing left in the stores anywhere, and. Yeah. Yep. Great. I'll check back in with you guys in a couple of weeks and uh, maybe we'll have had to have resorted to cannibalism. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows where the world's going? Hopefully I oh, didn't God. sound too I... stupid on this podcast, but hey, that's part of the fun, isn't it? Well, no matter how stupid you sound, <laughs> I sounded way dumber. So, like, by proxy, you're the smartest person in the room. <laughs> <laughs> that's generous. All right. Um, do you want to plug your shit? Plug my shit. Oh, uh, yes. Follow us on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter. Hashtag, let me just uh, quickly cheat. Double so check I can, the hashtags. Uh, before, like, let's see if I can do this before my phone dies. If not. I just want to make sure that I'm saying the correct thing. It is Studio Mutiny. Hashtag Studio, Studio Mutiny. Mutiny. On Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And you can see the game's progress up until release on and that'll probably, April 30th. that'll probably be about a month away when this yeah. drops, oh. if this is episode four. Oh. So, yeah. I, it's exciting. Yes. Yes, it's fun. Ooh, it's been fun. All right. Goodbye, everyone. <laughs> Bye.